This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Hey ActiveXer, welcome back. Now in this episode, we will be covering how to stay positive with chronic lower back pain. And before we dive right into the how-to, I'm going to touch on the why it is super important to stay positive with chronic lower back pain. Remember, it was Buddha who said, the mind is everything. That which we think, we become. And nowhere is that more true than in the world of pain and chronic pain. And I'm going to refer you back to the pain equation. If you haven't looked at the pain equation, then go to backpainandsciatica.com or the podcast and look for, search for the pain equation. It goes all the way back to episodes five and six in the podcast. And just very briefly, I'm not going to go into the technical details here, but the pain equation elaborated by me states that your pain equals nociception, technical term nociception, plus negative outlook minus positive outlook plus attention to body part plus I've forgotten my own equation plus previous volume of pain and I forgot to mention minus movement without pain. Now it's not important all the little bits. What's most important here is that your pain is correlated with negative thinking, what I call negative outlook and the attention to the sore bit. Remember Buddha said, you can whatever the mind thinks, it achieves. So if you think about your pain a lot, that's what you will manifest. Now, I really hope you don't find that offensive. I'm really desperately not trying to offend you. And I am not, I'm not saying that this is all in your head. But go back, listen to the pain equation, and you'll understand that what you think about, and not just what you think about, but what's going on in your brain and your central nervous system is essentially what controls how much pain you experience at any moment in time. So your thinking is super, super important when it comes to recovering from chronic pain. If you think all about your pain all the time and your world is dominated by thoughts about pain, then unfortunately that's what your world will be. Now, you, it might be if you could reach across and slap me across the face 10 times and say, but I don't want to think about my pain. I absolutely get that. I didn't want to think about my pain either when I had seven years of it in my 20s. And I completely understand that it comes to dominate much as you don't want it to dominate. But it would be naive and unhelpful of me not to comment on the fact and recognize the fact that thinking and what we call ruminating. So if you ruminate, think over and over about your pain, unfortunately, it reinforces those pain pathways and just essentially turns up the volume on your pain. So why positive thinking is super important is all to do with the neurobiology, the neuroscience of pain. 
It is very important that you don't spend all of your time thinking about your pain and focused on your pain because that negative outlook and that attention to the sore bits actually manifests pain. It causes more pain. So now this is going to be a longer broadcast than usual because it's a massive topic and I tried to keep it brief but I've already gone on for probably four minutes already and I will be referring to notes oh, and so occasionally you'll see my eyes drift upwards uh, and I'm aware having watched the odd video of mine in the past that sometimes it looks like I'm slightly cross-eyed because I don't know whether to look at you and the camera or to check my notes, so I end up slightly in between. So a warning, if I go cross-eyed occasionally during this, it's because I'm checking my notes. So without further ado, let's get into this. So we've covered the why, now how about the how? Now remember, so that first point, we refer back to that pain equation, is to avoid negative outlook. So as much as you can, do not spend your time thinking about the pain. Remember, that's called rumination and it just makes it worse. And I accept the slaps in the face. I completely accept that this is very hard to do when your pain is all consuming. I do get that. But it would be crazy of me not to at least flag up to you the impact of that focusing and thinking about your pain will unfortunately increase your pain experience. So the first point in terms of how to stay positive with chronic lower back pain is <laughs> avoid thinking about it. Right, now, how do you do that? What are the other steps? So referring back to the cliff of pain, it's very important to have a big and motivating goal. So you can spend, when you're in that sea of pain, when you're in trouble, you can spend an awful lot of your time focusing on the pain, but it's far more helpful if you focus on where you want to be. So make sure you have articulated a big goal and make sure it's a smart goal. So make sure it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So put a timeline on it. By the 1st of January, 2022, I will be able to blah, 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 without fear of pain. So be really specific about that goal. And it might be that you accept that there is still going to be some pain in your life. Because remember, it has to be achievable. But it's very important that you find that goal motivating. Because this has been a long-term problem for you. It is going to take time. And you need to keep focused on that long-term motivating goal. Set a big goal. Next one, start low and build slow. This is one of my maxims. And you'll probably be associate acquainted with it, use it or lose it, but don't abuse it maxim. But this is number two, start low and build slow. Accept where you are, but take small steps towards that big goal. Keep moving. Don't try and take giant leaps because that is a sure way of having a flare up and feeling like you're back where you started. So don't get carried away. Start low and build slow. Next one is celebrate the wins. Yeah. It is a hard and long journey and it's super important 
to help you to stay motivated, that you celebrate the wins. Now that could be something substantial. You were able to sit for 10 minutes without a significant flare up in your pain, whereas before you could only sit for 30 or you couldn't sit at all for many months. So it could be a big significant win like that, but it could also be a win in terms of doing the thing that you'd committed to do on a daily basis. So every time you've done your reliever exercises or your preventers, celebrate. And I don't just mean give yourself a quiet, oh, that's great. Actually, get your arms up and go, yes, I did it. Ideally, celebrate with someone else. So it's really helpful if you have that kind of social element involved. And I'm going to come on to a coach in a moment. But certainly it's really, essentially, it's a bit like loading the trigger or priming the trigger for your next thing. So celebrating your wins helps you to keep going on to the next thing. Whereas if those small wins go un unrecognized, everything just becomes quite flat quite quickly and you don't recognize that you are actually making progress here. Remember, they may be very small steps, but celebrate them. Okay, so that's the next method to keep you motivated and keep you positive in recovering from chronic lower back pain and or sciatica. So celebrate the wins. Stay focused. Now, and associated with that means don't look for quick fixes. Yeah, we've accepted this is going to take a long time. I very often see people hunting around for there must be something else. There must be, maybe that person can help. Maybe this can help. Maybe a different drug, maybe surgery. And maybe that may be the case. That may be the case. Other things may be able to help. But remember, it's important to have a plan and stick to it. And sticking to it means staying focused on your plan and not always looking around for the latest thing that might actually give you that quick fix. Because that actually is bringing you back to focusing on your pain. What you're saying to your brain is, oh, there's a problem here and I need a solution now. And so you're focusing on the problem and not focusing on the solution. So stay focused on that big goal and those small steps towards it rather than constantly scanning the horizon looking for quick fixes. Yeah, that dilutes your efforts and is super, super depressing when those new things that you try don't work. Okay. Have a coach. So whether it be through the backpainandsciatica.com platform, through ActiveX Backs, or through some other mechanism. And it doesn't have to be someone who has super high knowledge of back pain and sciatica. It could just be a conventional coach who's helping you to articulate that big smart goal and to stay focused on the small steps that are gonna get you there. So accountability can help enormously. And it could just be a family member or a friend who just helps to G you up, helps to celebrate those small wins, helps to just nudge you and remind you, remember you committed to do this today and so on. So having a coach can provide enormous value. And as part of the process of any long journey, you must expect and plan for setbacks will happen. You will have flare-ups of pain along the way. 
you will also fall off the wagon. So maybe two or three days go by where you just didn't do what you'd committed to do. And that's fine. None of us is perfect. Yeah. Nobody's expecting perfection here and nor should you. What's important is the trend. Keep moving in the right direction. You don't have to be perfect every day. So if you have a setback, make, or rather, before you have a setback, make sure you've planned for those. That you can say to yourself, eh, okay, had a bad day today, not sure why, often. Sometimes it's helpful if you can identify what it is that's caused you to have more pain on a given day, but accept that sometimes you just won't know. Just accept it. Don't focus on it. Don't, if you've tried to work out what it is and you can't quite work it out, forget it. Move on. Yeah, stay focused on the big goal. Don't worry about the minutiae, the day-to-day -day stuff, because that will drag you back down that cliff of pain again and keep you firmly embedded in the sea of pain. So expect and plan for setbacks. So make sure you have a if-then plan. So if this happens, then I will. And it could be if I have a flare-up of pain, then I might take some more paracetamol or then I'll do more relievers, or I'll talk to a friend, I'll watch a funny movie, I'll do something to reboost myself. Okay, so have an if-then plan, plan for those setbacks, and if they do happen, then you have something that you can do to help you to recover. Next point, and perhaps the final point I wanted to make is that it's super important to build habits. Yeah, you have a plan here, you're starting low and you're building slow, you're expecting setbacks, planning for them and so on. But if you're going to achieve a significant improvement in your situation, you have to build habits. You can't do this kind of randomly on an ad hoc, oh, today I'll do this, or oh, I think I can fit these exercises in at the moment. Build habits. Make sure that you've identified what the relievers are that you're going to do, what the preventers are that you're going to do, and that you have created habits around those. So you may be acquainted with my habit that I used to practice hip hinging. Now, if you don't know what hip hinging is, it doesn't matter. But hip hinging is a way of moving forward, so bending without bending my lower back. I used to practice hip hinging while brushing my teeth. So every time I brushed my teeth, I hip hinged. And I got, you know, I did that for many days, perhaps many weeks before I thought, oh, now I could do it at other times. So every time I was washing my hands, drying my hands, I was practicing hip hinging. So I had a trigger, which was brushing my teeth, drying my hands, washing my hands, and the action, which was the hip hinging. So build some habits, and in order to do that, it helps if you can identify triggers or things that you already do. BJ Fogg, who's a master in behavior change, look, look him up, the Fogg Behavioral Model, F-O-G-G, BJ Fogg. I think he's out of Stanford University, and he uses, he used to call it trigger action reward, I think. No, prompt. Sorry, I get confused between behavioral change models. So it certainly you require the ability to do something. You have to have the motivation to do something and you have to have a prompt. That's it. So he used to call it trigger, now he calls it prompt. So essentially, if you want a behavior to happen, you have to have a prompt or a trigger. You have to have the motivation. I think you've got that and you have to have the ability. So you have to structure environment or have the right things to hand that enable you to do it. So build 
habits. Yeah, so if part of your recovery from chronic lower back pain means losing some weight and you've decided you need to do more aerobic exercise or any exercise, then a prompt could be you could leave your running shoes by the front door so that they act as a prompt so that when you come in from work, first thing is, oh, there's my running shoes, get my running stuff on, put my running shoes on, go back out for a run, whatever it may be. So prompt, you have to have the motivation and you've got that. Pain is pretty motivating, isn't it? And you have to, and that's the importance of the big goal, of course, as well as that long-term motivation. And you have to have the ability. So make sure it's something you can do, schedule it at a time that you can do it. What I often see is people saying, yeah, I'll do those exercises, but they haven't created a prompt and they haven't structured their day in such a way that they have the ability to do those exercises. So you have to create the time and the space. Okay, so I did say this would be a longer episode than normal, and it has been, just to recap and just to go a little bit squinty-eyed again. So we talked about the pain equation and how your pain is associated with negative outlook and attention to the sore bit. So it's super important that you try to avoid that as much as possible. Don't think about the problem, but create, set a big motivating goal, a smart goal, start low and build slow, celebrate the wins, stay focused, don't look for those quick fixes, don't get distracted, have a coach, someone who provides accountability, expect and plan for setbacks and build habits. Okay, as ever, if you're new on this journey, please go to backpainandsadka.com. You can start by doing the free assessment there, or you can look at some of the some of the very specific solutions we have there. I have many courses on sleeping, sitting, exercises, how to do those with lower back pain and sciatica, and which are the best ones for you. Or you can just engage with us and all the free content on the podcast and other things. So backpainandsadka.com. And I look forward to helping you much more in the future. See you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Active X Backs show. If you'd like a free assessment to set you on track to relief and prevention, just go to backpainandsciatica.com. And if you found this episode helpful, please pass it along to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Active X Backs.